Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all-day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. In today's episode, we have a very special guest, our first in-studio guest since Back. 2020. Yeah. I was like, I'm coming in. It's so much better, and I am obsessed with you. Totally. This is the like, voice <laughs> of Tracy Tudor, everybody that is listening and doesn't know. Um I'm like coming off of this high from Rihanna's Super Bowl performance because I just feel like she showed us she showed us that you can really do it all and have it all at the same time. And I feel like you're the perfect guest to have this week because I feel the same energy from you. I feel like you are such a badass in the workspace. I feel like you're constantly reinventing yourself in different ways. You are an author. You are like crushing it in your career. You have a relationship. You're a mom. You're doing all these things and you're doing it so well. And so I'm really excited to have Tracy Tudor on with us because you're just all things modern woman energy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. I haven't seen you in a long time and it's so nice to it's meet so you. Nice to meet you. I know we well, we were talking about this before you came in. You were um a helping hand for Tanya while she was going through what we call the trigger event, her breakup. Yeah. yeah. Um and I remember there was, she was just like, she took me under her wing. There was like a, like a sisterhood bond there of you just like totally helping her navigate it. Well, I remember when you came over to my house yeah. and we were having like a glass of wine in the backyard with Haley and yeah. like a couple other friends. And obviously I had gone through the divorce and I was at that time, probably three years out of it, out of it. I was like finally like on my two feet again. I had been dating and I was like, girl. 
you got this. You can like, you need to be out there. And, and then apparently you got set up. Yeah. So <laughs> two of your friends that were also at your house that night were yeah. like, yes, we know this guy. He's really great. He doesn't live here, but we want him to move. Da, da, da. So they were like, showed me his Instagram. And I was like, okay, cute. So we start like DMing on Instagram, me mm-hmm. and this guy. We ended up uh, scheduling like a Zoom date because it was... I think still kind of quarantine yeah. times, but also he didn't live in LA. So it was like a zoom date. Like we were like going to have a drink on zoom together. <laughs> oh, those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, then this was like my only date that I went on when I was single, yeah. but it was so funny because he basically spent the entire, I think we talked for like an hour and a half. He talked about his ex-girlfriend and like kind of why he was single and what happened in his relationship. And then I was talking about Robbie and my like breakup and what, what all went down there. So we basically spent the entire date talking about our exes. <laughs> it's great. Cut Good to, <laughs> cut to a year and a half later. I still follow him on Instagram. He got back together with that girl. No, they're engaged. Oh my God. And like fully so happy. And we, he, we both message each other now. Like, and he, when I remember when, when Robbie and I got back together, he was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you got back together with your guy. You guys look so happy. And, da, da, da. and I was like, how funny that we both ended up back with our, Partners. Well, you know, like that, that telltale sign of like the first date when you spend the entire first date talking about your exes is not really a strong indicator that yeah. <laughs> you guys are for each other. No, we were not for each other, but I just found it to be such a funny. That is funny. Such, and I still I'm like, at what point do I unfollow this guy? Maybe like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you're going to run into him. Date. It's not like you had like, no, yeah, no connection whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, that's OK. Yeah. But I do feel like this this connection to you because yeah. I just I really do feel like. I was going through a really tough time and I really felt like you extended your hand and we were total strangers and you were so lovely and kind and wonderful. And so well, I just love you. You came into my house and your energy was very similar, even though you were going through a totally difficult time. I, I don't know. I just feel like that sisterhood of when you're going through a breakup, like the most important thing is that your friends and girls mm-hmm. rally behind you. I feel like that's the way I got through my divorce. I yeah. I can't even fathom not having my girlfriends and my gays, <laughs> you know, around me during that time. Because, and so I always, whenever I know a girlfriend of mine or someone's going through something like that, I'm like, do we need to go have a glass of wine? Where are we having lunch? <laughs> Sunday morning, we're going for a walk. Let's get out of bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about this because I had listened to an interview. I think it was on a, um, like, Sirius XM. I don't know if it was a podcast or a radio show, but this was, I think, in October of last year. Mm. But you were talking about your divorce. Yeah. And, um, on Monday's episode last week, we were talking about um, how men get so comfortable or get such an ego that they're with these incredible women and they feel comfortable enough to cheat. Oh, yeah. Um, and I didn't know if you were comfortable talking about it, but I was listening to how it was on you- Jeff Lewis. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And, and Jeff's a friend of mine. And, and we had had drinks the night before and we were chatting. And, and of course, it came up. And he was like, would you be okay talking about it? I go, you know what? I've never really spoken about it before. And I finally feel like I'm on the other side of it where I can like impart some wisdom and not just like vicious hate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I went through all those phases, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable talking about it. So yeah, we were, we were just talking about the, the fact that there's men and I don't know anything about your ex, but knowing that, knowing just what I know about you and the boss that you are, you're successful, you're stunning. Like you have what you're a 10 out of 10. And I don't know your ex, but the fact that he even felt comfortable enough to cheat in front of people, knowing that there was a chance it could get back to you. Sure. 
what is is it ego what is that like what do you gather from that you know i mean i think listen we had been together for by the time we got divorced 17 and a half years and a lot of growth two kids a career, a TV show, him, you know, him changing careers as Mm -hmm. well. It's like, I think there's a part of us that grew apart, you know, probably five years prior to that happening. And, you know, you push through and you're committed to the marriage and, Mm -hmm. and that's something that you sort of stick with it. But at the same time, I wasn't acknowledging Neither was he Mm -hmm. that we were both just in this lull and the lull eventually turned into you know, him wanting connection and really, uh, you know, approval from other women. Mm -hmm. And it started with, you know, sometimes conversations with women. And I'd be like, why are you talking to that person? And a lot, but like no physical connection. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, he really required that like constant approval and I wasn't giving it to him anymore. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I was sort of one foot out. And so that's, you know, the affair happened. I don't blame myself for it. I think, right. the, you know, initially he kind of did. You know, that was that's always the excuse. Well, you would, you know, you weren't giving me what I needed. So I went elsewhere, which is such a cop out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a little ego involved as well. I think being successful and being financially completely free from him, I didn't rely on him for anything. So I was able to make my own decisions. I think that made him feel less and less in control, mm-hmm. you know, which traditionally yeah. in relationships, you know, it's the other way around. I mean, it's call a spade a spade, wage gap, whatever totally. it is, more often than not, the man can make more money and be more successful or maybe further along in their career. And in this case, it was the flip, mm-hmm. which I think was, a you know, a little bit, of, it's, it's a shock to the ego. And it's something that I have dealt with even post yeah. um, marriage, you know, I was going to say dating. I feel like mm-hmm. that's an interesting, it is an interesting dynamic. Cause I do think as much as again, we hate it and we want to say that it, it doesn't, it's not a, an affecting factor. It really is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I, I had dated a few different guys before being in the current relationship, you know, that I was in and I was finding kind of the same problem and i think what i found in my relationship now with eric is there was something younger and freer about you know he grew up in a different generation Mm -hmm. so you know someone in their late 20s or early 30s which tended to be the direction that my dating life was going at the time (laughs) i started to realize like why is that happening like why are younger men more attractive one might say oh because she has money or you know he's a uh you know, that type of guy or whatever. And and the fact of the matter was even the younger guys that I had been dating prior to Eric were successful, you know, early thirties, you know, made plenty of money, mm-hmm. but there's something different about the men of his generation mm-hmm. and the men that are of my generation. They have a rough, it's a lot, lot tougher pill for them to swallow. Mm-hmm. And even Eric, I think from time to time struggles with it, you know, yeah. like he's a co-star. Or a, a, you yeah. know, a guest appearance in yeah. my life, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's not, it doesn't always feel equal. And I've had to really examine that mm-hmm. and not tone myself down, yeah. but in a way also sort of contribute to them feeling, the men in my life feeling, you know, yeah. like they add value in many ways. Right. Like you have to kind of overcompensate, which is not yeah. something a man is used to doing, but as a successful woman in business, like yeah. it's, I feel like that's something that I do still to this day. It's so you're, it's so crazy to me because I also feel like you're in, you are in like a, 
uh, male-dominated yeah. working world. Yeah. Were you always this confident in your working world as you are now? I mean, listen, I fell on my face so many times, and I think I learned to be confident by virtue of just continuing to get up and keep going. Um, I think that that fear that we all have is we're scared of the failure. Word. Yeah. <laughs> On Amazon. <laughs> um, we'll talk about the book. No, but I, I think that that's such a big part of it that we're, you know, so terrified of like the falling down mm-hmm. piece that we can't get out of our own way. And, and I think what makes a woman confident is how many times she's fallen down, gotten back up and, and become successful again. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I'm 47. Um, I didn't learn it overnight. Um, but that's kind of why I wrote the book because I wanted, I wanted to speak to actually younger women about that path Mm -hmm. because I think so many women come out of college and, you know, you know, we all grew up with this traditional ideology that like, maybe you'll meet the love of your life in college and you'll, you know, have the white picket fence and like Mm -hmm. a beautiful little traditional house with two kids and private school. And then maybe you'll retire and be a stay at home mom and all these things, which is a beautiful thing. But it's not the only way. Right. Right. And, and you know, I think breaking away from those patterns and, and young, like 20 something women having a woman to look up to that's maybe 20 years their senior, but they, they actually relate to mm-hmm. um, is something I didn't have. I feel like so yeah. the, the book she's talking about, it's called Fear is Just a Four Letter Word. And I feel like your book to me, it felt like a, like you were writing to your younger self, something that you wish totally. you would have known Prior, And I think to me, those types of books are so valuable because we all, especially as women, like we learn from each other, you know, like we've all gone through different things. And if you can just learn one thing from somebody else, you can teach somebody Mm -hmm. so they don't make the same mistake or maybe don't go or don't feel as alone going through these certain things. It's such a blessing. So if you do want to get her book, uh, you you can get it at Amazon or anywhere. Any major book retailer. Yeah fellow author over here yeah, yeah t- i'm in the room with two authors congratulations on that by Thank the way you. so happy for yeah. you yeah writing a book is wild it's a it's a i had no idea what i was up yeah. against <laughs> you know like i first of all not a great writer and i was like we're gonna have to do this like my way yeah. and it's, it's gonna be a little bit more conversational than you know my daughter writes something and i'm like wow you're talented yeah you know but yeah. i i you know i was a theater major for crying out loud so but it, it turned out for the best because I think it's totally my voice. And, yeah. and you know, it obviously spoke to like a younger generation of women. And, and that's the thing right now is I feel like on social media and like, that's why I love what you guys do and your show and how like supportive of women you are and how light and bright and positive you are. Because so much of what we're talking about, half the haters and half the people that keep us down or other women it's not Mm -hmm. it's not just men like 100 like that that the ideologies i was talking about earlier and these traditions and the way we're supposed to do it you know there's a lot of women that are still sort of stuck in that Mm -hmm. you know mindset and i feel like i i it just makes me want to like the more hate i get or the more you should wear this or you should wear that the more i want to wear it because i'm like i'm going to continue to do this until you realize that i can be a boss in real estate i can be on a tv show i can be sexy Mm -hmm. i can also be a mom Mm -hmm. you know like why do we have to be defined and why do women not want to elevate like it's it's beyond me i I sometimes get in these dm like back and forth with women like like you've got to really consider like why you're coming from this Mm -hmm. place 
Like, yeah. you have your own insecurity issues, clearly. To me, sometimes, like, when I get a negative uh, message or comment from a man, I'm literally unbothered by it. But totally. when it comes from another woman, I'm like, wait a sec. Totally. Yeah. We're not supposed to do this to each other. Like, we're not supposed to... But and, all, and it also like because you're right now for on Million Dollar Listing LA, you're like the the girl. Yeah, you're holding it down. Yeah, <laughs> and I just think it's so like I don't know. Just to me, I look at you and I just I'm so inspired and motivated by you, and so I feel like it makes me sad that you get attacked for certain things. Well, I it's almost like, and I, I used to take it a lot more seriously. The only time I get actually upset by it is when it has anything to do with my kids. But candidly. I, I need to do it more. Like it makes me like people are like, Oh, you know, wear dress appropriately or stop getting plastic surgery or whatever the hell people want to say. And when it comes from a woman, I just want to like be even more authentic online and, and tell people what I've done yeah. and yeah. say, and you know, yeah, I do. I work out. I worked out an hour and 45 minutes this morning. I didn't have surgery to get the body mm-hmm. that I have, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm 47. I work really, really hard. I'm not as, I, it just makes me want to be more transparent and work my ass off at the same time mm-hmm. so that I can sort of dispel more of this idea that we have to be like men or conservative to be successful mm-hmm. in business. It's just nonsense, you know? Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself.
Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. You have two daughters, right? I do. I have a 17-year-old, Juliet, and a 14-year-old named Scarlett. What is it like parenting two girls with the TikTok world? And like, what? it's so different than it was even for us, like, when we were in high school. Oh, God, God, yeah. I mean, both my girls are on social media, Mm -hmm. of course. But I don't so much have a problem with the TikTok. It's the Snapchat. That I'm like, well, oh. what's happening on Snapchat? Like oh. they send the snaps. Yeah. And then they disappear. And, they, and then they go away yeah. where the TikTok lives. Yeah. You know, yeah. so uh, they're pretty transparent on social media. Mm-hmm. They don't post a ton. They're like of that younger generation. They're like, Instagram's like done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they're like, this is lame. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. Um, they scroll. I just, I try to get them to be, they're both busy. Yeah. So yeah. I think when they're busy, they're on it less and they're more engaging. Um, you know, I just feel like social media really screws with our ability to like connect with people. And so luckily I think because I've, they have busy schedules that it's when they sit down in their room and they don't come out for three hours that I'm like, what's going on in there? Yeah. <laughs> like I know like being a teenager, you want to be in your bed a lot, but like, if it makes you feel any better, I can sit on my phone on TikTok and scroll for three hours. Oh, I 100% yeah. can too. <laughs> I know. Just, learning but how to make my, my brain is not still developing. You oh, know? Yeah, right, right, like, right. True, true, true. You know, like they're not 25 yet. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that full frontal lobe situation and men too. Like Eric's 28 and I'm like, this this whole social media thing is really going to screw you up. Like <laughs> your frontal lobe has just finished <laughs> developing. Like. This is this could be bad. <laughs> it is true though. Like between social media and then also with the pandemic, it was like we kind of lost ability like how to connect with people face to face of like yeah. how to have conversations, how to ask questions about someone else and learn about people's interests. We kind of just like we're relying on the screen to occupy that space totally. in our brains. Luckily, I they, they I've seen a lot worse mm-hmm. and like I said, like my daughter, my little one she rides horses all the time. Like if she could quit school and just ride full time, she would. But because she's so engaged in that, it kind of keeps her away from it. And mm-hmm. she's like doing, I think there's a balance, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, you can't take it fully away. Yeah. Like they exist in it. Yeah. Like I have family, friends and parents that are like, I'm not going to let my kid on it. And they're, you know, 
they're eventually going there yeah. no matter yeah. what. And so it's just about finding a balance, I think. Yeah. And you'd rather them feel comfortable to be able to use it and be open and with you than 100%. sneaking it around if you take it away. Yeah. And they're kind of at the age where at this point, all the kids are on it. But mm-hmm. um, they have some pretty decent boundaries but around it. Must it must be so cool to have like you as a mom. Because I feel like, do you instill the, this, the way that you treat your life and your career in the, in them as well? A hundred percent. You know, in the last couple of years, I think post-COVID, I, working from home as much as I was during that, and I was promoting the book at that time and doing a lot of Zoom interviews, and the kids were home. And so they were seeing me work a lot more, and I think kind of grew a little bit of a better understanding of what mm-hmm. I do and what and how hard I work. Yeah. And in turn, like, had a lot more respect for me, I think, as, like, a working mom. And so they get, I mean, my older one gets uber defense in defense of me, like, on social media. She'll be like, you don't know what you're talking But she says it, like, with the most eloquent voice <laughs> yeah. that, like, the trolls are, like, gone. They're like, we're, we're so sorry, Julia. <laughs> um, Because she's just, you know, she has the ability. But, you know, I was really strict with them when they were young. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I taught them right from wrong. I taught them manners. They look people in the eye when they speak to them. Um, And now they've just developed into these like little mini feminists, but like the right kind of feminists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, not like the judgy feminists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's great. They're like flourishing. And I, I mean, I'm like, they make me so proud. I can't even stand it. I love that. Yeah. I know in that Jeff Lewis interview, you talked about the relationship between you and I guess their stepmom now. Oh, oh, yes. yes. Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> um, my ex-husband's new wife, Amanda. So, yeah, we've had, well, you know, a roller coaster of a time um, <laughs> getting to like where we are today. But the amazing thing about it is... I looked at her a couple weekends ago, or actually, I guess it was, that yeah, was a couple weeks, end of January, we had dinner and I go, you know, what's so crazy. Like in another life, I think we would have been like friends, friends outside of yeah. this. Like now we are, and we're, we're in this sort of scenario together where she's married to my ex-husband is really good to my girls. And, you know, we've wrapped our heads around that mm-hmm. and we're like in a really mature, like healthy good place um which i think is like the greatest story to tell which i had to explain to my ex-husband because he sat me down after the jeff lewis thing <laughs> Oops. so I mean, he's gonna be like you did it again no but but the truth is i was like you know i'm less worried about talking about what happened in our marriage and and that you know there was cheating or whatever what i like talking about is that we recovered from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like talking about the fact and I'm proud of the fact that I'm friends with his new wife and that I've gotten to a place as like a parent that I like have recovered from all of that. And we've come a long way as like, you know, this very different kind of family. You and should be proud of that. There's not a lot of people that could do that. And I, now that I've sort of have that, I wish that, you know, I want to talk about it mm-hmm. primarily because I think you can get to that place and it's such a healthier place to be. Yeah. You should be proud of it. I actually, I don't know if you saw the Miranda Kerr and Katy Perry stuff that happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh-uh. Um, Miranda Kerr was getting some award. I think it was like some, I don't know what it was. It was like Australian award. <laughs> and um, Katy Perry is the one who like 
gave it to her mm-hmm. and was like speaking about her and gave her the award. And Miranda Kerr was talking about how like she couldn't have picked a better stepmom for her kid. And I was like, that is such a beautiful example of like two women that know themselves and are, are mature and can fantastic. Yeah. And I, like it makes me emotional, you know, mm-hmm. like it like because not everybody has it that way. And so I think that's something that you should be really proud about and talk about. And it goes, you know, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is like this idea that like we can either be like this incredible tribe and figure each other out and be supportive of each other, or we can be our greatest enemy mm-hmm. yeah. and we can be very defeatist about it. And I just feel like by virtue of getting through that and coming on the other side of it, I'm like happy to talk about it. And then it landed with Jason and he was like, okay. Yeah. He's like, well, not, you know, don't talk about it that much. And I'm like, <laughs> but the bottom line is I am proud of it. And I was DMing her, you know, this weekend about just dogs or something. And you know, we chat all the time and, and the more I get to know her, the more I realize why he fell in love with her and mm-hmm. why they're together. And had it not happened, all of this crazy shit, you know, I I wouldn't be as happy as I am today. I probably yeah. would still be in the marriage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Which, I was going to. Yikes. Yeah. That was my. <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest takeaway from the interview was the fact that y'all have come full circle to a point where you. Yeah. We're saying I'm able to go to dinner with her and she is wonderful for my girls. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that takes I mean, that takes and obviously the bad stuff is part of the journey that leads you to that point. It's part of the story and what you tell. But it's such a beautiful like ending for for you to have that. A hundred percent. Like I like it's like a, you know, a weight's been lifted off Mm -hmm. my chest. Yeah. You know, where for five years and it took me that long, you know, to get to get to the other side of it. And I'm glad I never spoke about it. Not once in yeah. an interview. Never, never, never. And the kids obviously know. So it's we're at a different place now. And it's and it's I think a healthy and good thing to talk about. And it's actually positive. Yeah, I think sometimes having those hard conversations with kids, like sometimes I feel like our parents try to protect us from anything bad and sometimes you like i get older and i'm like wait what actually happened there yeah right <laughs> and you're like yeah. do i have all the information about no, this no <laughs> you don't not. because no. i mean the way we all grew up and you guys are obviously younger than me but even your generation they didn't talk about yeah their no, the problems no. in their and marriage you know you really hit on something because i i deal with it in therapy all the time it's like this 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 reality that we all had or these expectations that we had for our lives um, and life isn't perfect, you know, like things happen in a different way than you expected. And I think that we can internalize those things and get, and get really down on ourselves. Like, you know, when I started dating, my, my boyfriend has two kids and, you know, it's a it's crazy thing to step into, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't know how to handle it. You don't know what you're getting yourself into mm-hmm. and your re- reality is different than you thought it would be. It's amazing in so many ways, but it's also challenging in certain ways. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, you can get really hard on yourself because it's like, this isn't the way, you know, I dreamed of it to be, but this is my story. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to kind of shake that because yeah. it's been ingrained in us for so many years that you just feel like a failure if you if if you're anything other than what that that path is. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. think a lot of people that listen to this podcast there are they are independent women they are fierce they want to maybe some people are wanting to start their own companies but like don't know how if you if like just because you have i feel like learned so much and you've been in such a crazy career path um what's something that you've learned that you wish you would have known 10 years ago professionally i embrace your feminine energy um 
I remember when I was first starting off in real estate and, and I was working really hard and it was a few, it was a rough five years just trying to like find my, my mm-hmm. feet in a new industry. Um, and I remember being competitive with men, um, going out for listing appointments or pitches or whatever, um, even in negotiations against an agent on another deal. Um, and I would find myself being like in my masculine body. You know, like I've got to be like super tough, Mm -hmm. like show zero vulnerability. Um, And I think what I learned now is that showing those vulnerabilities, embracing sort of my feminine energy, which actually is like changed for me probably in the last few years, I think is catapulted like my relationships, um, my my business relationships and personal relationships and 100% I would like take away that idea that particularly in the corporate world that you have to be mm-hmm. like a, dude. a man yeah. yeah like if anything be the opposite be vulnerable be accessible mm-hmm. um, be feminine because you can be as strong in your feminine body as you can be sort of trying to play at their level i that's interesting because i think there's um a perspective that's like being vulnerable and embracing your feminine energy is like a sign of weakness you know like people assume that that like means you're weak but i think people underestimate the the power in vulnerability and being your like feminine energy and like the power you have using that it's not a weakness at all but it's perceived that way sometimes like if you're not acting tough like one of the guys then you're weak or you're less than you know as opposed to being like using it to your advantage well it's all about connection right even in business so if you walk into a room and your walls are up and you have zero vulnerability then you have zero ability to connect with the person that's sitting across from you even like talking about what we're talking about today like i have to like remind myself it's okay Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable it's okay to talk about you know your divorce or you know what happened in your marriage etc um because people relate to that yeah and the more you put yourself out there and and you know you wouldn't necessarily do that interview i'm not i'm not telling you guys to do that (laughs) but 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 being i think vulnerable allows you the ability to connect Mm -hmm. with people and that's ultimately why we hire who we hire it's not Resume only takes you so far. It's yeah. it's when you're in the room with somebody is what gets you ultimately the job. And so um, that would be the advice that I would give to like well, young women starting out or, or even women that are getting back into the workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's really good advice. I think a lot of people feel like they're just competing with the like in male dominated spaces that they have to just. And it's okay to that. feel those things. It's okay to feel like I blew it mm-hmm. and like live in that moment and live in that space, but also don't pretend that it wasn't a failure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fine. I don't know. I just didn't get a good night's sleep. It wasn't a good interview or wasn't a great pitch. I just was off, but it was okay. I'm sure it'll be fine. Or I didn't really want it. Mm-hmm. Then why'd you go in on it? Right. So like yeah. we kind of tell ourselves these lies so that we can like push out the failure. Mm-hmm. When in fact, if we were just embracing the fact that it went because we didn't show up, like as ourselves, mm-hmm. a prepared, be ready to connect and be vulnerable, and you know, see walk into the room and look people in the eye and and be confident in what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't have all those things aligned, then you weren't ready to walk in the door in the first place. Mm. Wow, you know, <laughs> preparation. <sighs> How do you balance it all? I don't. 
No, really. <laughs> I'm tired a lot. Really? Um, I get up really early. I really try to, like, I, I'm good in the mornings. By, like, 6, 7 o'clock, I am tapped out. Um, PM? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I so, tap out at, like, 3. But, like, I'm my most creative, my my best energy, my best ideas all come in the morning. And, and so... For me, that's like waking up and, and spending some time with myself, exercising, doing me, you mm-hmm. know, before like entering like, you know, right around 730. I'm like, I'm working. Yeah. So I'm up at typically 530 um, and in the gym by six. And you go to sleep at what time? Last night, I didn't go to bed until like 1130. I was watching you. I just sucked uh. in. I don't know. I really get sucked into that tragic stuff um but typically i'm in bed by like 8 39 o'clock like my kids are like good night mom <laughs> and they're like up doing homework until 10 30 11 and i'm like i'm like lights out by yeah. 10 typically i did see so you're right now you're on you're on million dollar listing yeah. la which is on bravo yeah. which we love and yeah. i love that you are holding it down also i love heather altman yeah she's great so great she's so i just i love that show everybody should stream it watch it support tracy um but i think i saw a rumor that they're courting you for the real housewives of beverly hills <laughs> is that a rumor or is that true what? it's not a rumor um i wouldn't say they, i wouldn't say they were courting me but um <laughs> i was when i did watch what happens the, the fans have sort of met, said family. that for a long time yeah and fans have mentioned this for a bit and it was asked and then andy kind of looked at me and said would you ever do that and i just looked at him and said 100 percent." and he was like floored and it like started a whole thing about she should 100 percent do it and so now it's become like a thing yeah got it so i love that show i think those i think it's fantastic and fun to watch and you know like i i mean i am a bravo Holic. Like I, I watch all these shows. So for me, it's like a fun escape. And um, it's interesting because I feel like to me, your show, you embody just like this powerful modern woman that's doing Maybe her the thing. housewives need a little bit more. Of and that. I feel like the housewives <laughs> are the opposite. Like, I right. feel like the housewives are very catty and fight with each other. And like, I feel right. like there's that sense of, of kind of where women were 10, 20 years ago. Totally. You know what I mean? And so I don't, I don't see you in that same light. Well, and a lot of people have said that too. Like, you know, it's, it's not your lane really. Like you're above that or whatever. I'm not above anything. I'm about getting paid. Okay. (laughs) But, But what I think is cool is that energy on that show is very much one note and it can yeah. be catty and it can be all those things, but it's also super entertaining mm-hmm. and it'd be nice to have some energy in there with someone that's running a business that actually lives in Beverly Hills <laughs> and, you know, can also hold her own yeah. and not be bullied by, you yeah. know, someone else on the show that maybe has a louder or a bigger voice or is obviously more comfortable in front of the camera I'm friends with a few of the girls. I mean, Crystal's a good friend. I love Garcelle as well. I know Kyle. Um, I've met Dorit. Um, oh, that's all I'll say. Well, oh, wow. I, I do. The other two, I don't. The other two, I, I've never met Erica or, or Lisa. Well, I do feel like you being on TV, there's not that need, like, there wouldn't be that need to like prove yourself as someone because you're kind of like established for viewers. Like people already know you. you. So if you the, went on if the show, you were on the Housewives, I'd watch Me it. Me too. I don't watch, but I would watch yeah, it. I don't because well, I. Yeah, we're gonna class it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
love that. I love it so much. Well, where can people follow you and keep in touch with what you're doing and watch you and learn all about you? Um, I'm on all social media channels, although I'm probably most present on Instagram. So you can find me at, at Tracy Tudor. Um, and my website for any real estate inquiries is tracytutor.com. And then of course the book, um, anywhere we mentioned earlier and then it's just a four letter word. Yeah. And then I also have a wine called unsweet, which is, um, a vegan zero sugar, um, wine. And we have that's available online and we're going to be coming to store soon. Oh, that's very exciting. And that's unsweetwine.com. Unsweetwine.com. And Million Dollar Listing LA. And every Thursday night at 9, 8 central, you can watch Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. Perfect. And we're, about, it all. we're about to enter like the last few episodes. So it's kind of crazy. Getting, we're oh, going to Vegas. Getting, oh, it's yeah. getting crazy in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What did you go to Vegas for? We had a big listing opportunity there. Oh. So we went for like three days and it just turned into a show. <laughs> the producers were like, this uh, They were is like, perfect. this is TV gold. <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for being our first yeah, guest. We love you. I'm so glad I came in. Thanks Everybody, buy, purchase the wine, <laughs> buy the book, follow, follow. We love Tracy, and we just love you so much. Love you too. <laughs> Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Dot com.